Let's go main song of the day. Half a star, the half-assed podcast. Starring your hosts, Fenton Hartley and Justin Shaw. I always shut it off. Our theme song, which was called Voyeur by uh, the the hot uh, public domain band, Jingle Punks. (laughs) (laughs) The Jingle Punks sort of sounds like they're a seasonal band that only is active from like mid-November onwards until the end of the holidays. Sounds like in the 1950s, whenever there was like this uh, big buy-in of like corporate jingles for like cereals and like Kellogg's and General Mills were like, ah, those jingle punks. <laughs> uh, half a star of the half ass podcast. Uh, I'm Benton. This is Justin. Ahoy, ahoy. And it is Thursday, Thursday, just after 8 p.m. Eastern time. And we are uh, happy to be here for our second episode. We are just trying things out here, folks. Um, this is something uh, I think we well we would like to do if it if it goes well. But uh, we're just trying trying stuff out, trying to come up with a something resembling a business plan, I guess. Uh, believe it or not, this is premeditated. <laughs> this is all. This is us trying. So yeah. Thank you for your patience. Uh, yeah. As the saying goes, we're throwing as much spaghetti at the wall and we're trying to see what sticks. And I love spaghetti. Me too. I do. So, uh, Justin, I thought we could uh, get started with another icebreaker. Last week, we, uh, we did uh, the icebreaker, which was, if we had an evil twin, um, what question would you ask to differentiate between the two of us? This week... I said I would kill you both. Yes. Yes. To be safe. This week, I thought it would be kind of fun to uh, assume that you and I are both demons, and we would ask the other one, what are three things we would put in the uh, summoning circle to summon us? Uh-huh. So if you were to summon me, what would you put, what three objects would you put in the summoning circle? Oh, God. Uh, probably some chicken fingers. Uh, I don't know if that counts as one thing <laughs> that just... was also your answer for last week's one too <laughs> what would i ask your evil twin chicken do you like what's your chicken favorite fingers? food if it's anything other than chicken fingers if i'm allowed to have more than just three chicken fingers we'll say it's a five piece five piece meal as like a one thing sure sure okay um tickets to a baseball game that's uh <laughs> I don't know a lot about sports, but I know you do like uh, you like your baseball. Got the Blue Jays right there, actually. There you go. So we get uh, some chicken fingers, uh, a baseball game, and uh, someone to love. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yeah. Um, What's wrong with that? Love is great. No, no it's just. <laughs> no one loves you. You'd love it's that. Just makes me sad <laughs> um, oh did i upset the demon version of hypothetical? <laughs> sorry um for me it would really depend on what era of justin i'm trying to uh summon but i think i go through for, uh, for an overarching kind of general justin style uh thing yeah i mean actually now that i think about it the three things i have would be to summon like justin from 2011 
Um, we don't want him back. <laughs> I was gonna say like, uh, like like a like a little pin to put in your jacket. What kind of pin? I don't know, like a like a black and white checkered ska pin. Cool. A carabiner to put some keys on. Yeah. In a bottle of cold duck. <laughs> cold duck. For those of you that don't know, uh, good. Uh, cold duck is, uh, think of the cheapest, cheapest wine. Uh, it's like carbonated wine. It's wine flavored beverage. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's bad. It's like got a straw. I don't think there's any grapes involved in it at all. No. He mentions that because when I was in university, um, there was about a year, year and a half where, um, if I was to enjoy in, uh, in libations, I would buy, uh, like a two liter bottle, like a it was yeah, huge, like one of those like pop the champagne at Gatsby's house kind of things. Uh, this was like a huge thing called Cold Duck, and uh, I would quote hit the duck that night, and it would uh, yeah, and it was like two liters for like eight ninety five or something. It was like oh just I was on a budget. I was a budget drunk. Uh, yeah, you know, nothing wrong with that. I had to save my money for uh, ska pins and carabiners for my <laughs> pants, apparently. You, I understand you have another movie you haven't seen that you want to talk about? Yes, there's a, uh, a thing we do uh, on Half a Star. Uh, this is a Half a Star pitch to uh, a movie I haven't seen, and I have to try and uh, explain it based on, uh, based on the, the knowledge I, I have either from the title or general pop culture. Or things you've just made up in your head, apparently. Last time, uh, I pitched uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is a story about Audrey Hepburn, who uh, was named Tiffany, and she ran a diner and had big Carnegie Hall dreams, and then Daddy Warbucks came and basically saved the day. Um, which was not Daddy Warbucks from Annie. So, uh, I recently made a post on Facebook um, uh, saying... I don't care how long we have to spend indoors, uh, no amount of time will make me tempted to watch The Sound of Music. Uh, and it's not to say I don't like it or I think it's bad. I just have zero desire to watch this musical. I think it mostly stems from my desire to not see nuns sing. I just, I don't have time for that. Okay, so this is my understanding of The Sound of Music based on the little knowledge I have knowing there's a lady singing, there's a family with a lot of kids, there's some Nazis, um, and some mischievous musical nuns that, uh, you know, it makes this like triage of, uh, of entertainment. So this is the sound of music. A triage of entertainment? I don't know what that means. Hey, <laughs> I'm not the one on trial here. So here we, ha here we go, half a star pitch of uh, the sound of music. Uh, we have... Uh, Oh, I forget her name. Julie Taymor is not her name. Uh, Julie Taymor, okay. She goes in, uh, she gets married. She marries uh, this man who doesn't have a wife already, but he has like a lot of kids. <laughs> and uh, uh, for some reason, uh, the kids have not met uh, this woman yet prior to marriage. Uh, and they're like, we hate her. And she's like, ha ha, but the sound of music, do re mi. Hum the little, hum the lie, hum the And then the kids like get in on it and they're like, ah, oh, music has saved us and brought us together. 
as a family. And the husband, he's there. He's got like a corn cob pipe. He's like, ah, she's done it again. And they're happy, uh, except it's um, in World War II. So troubles are brewing. Um, so where does this take place in your, uh, in your estimation? I think in uh, the Alps. Based on the mountain setting, I can only assume it's in the Alps. I don't know why this couldn't just be like a charming story about like a family coming together and bonding uh, through music. Uh, because I believe the plan was they were going to become a traveling band. Uh, and uh, little Jimmy would be on the bongos, uh, Samantha on the on the fiddle, uh, Jeremy like also the on the bongos. There's just a lot of bongos. Uh, <laughs> They're mostly bongos. just a drum circle. Drum circle led by <laughs> Julie Taymor. Uh, and the dad periodically would peek in, everything okay in here? Like, we're fine. And he's like, oh, good. Let I love that it's Julie Taymor and the dad. What's that? I love that it's Julie Taymor and the dad. Yeah, and the dad. Well, the Who's husband. the dad? Who's the dad? I don't know. Who's, uh, Clark Gable, I think, is the... Yeah, he's the dad. Uh, right. I think Dad Loki like is kind of hoping that uh, he gets asked to join the band, but he doesn't want to push it. Uh, like, what would he play? Tambourine. Oh. <laughs> Just like how you play. It's mostly a shoulder instrument. <laughs> tambourine energy. Anyway, the Nazis—they're coming, and um, the Nazis—they're coming. And the nuns that live also in the in the mountain church—they're uh, like, we gotta stop them. Uh, we gotta protect the, the Julie Taymor household. They they plot a heist. It's a it's a nun heist. Uh, I know this is an older movie, but if it were contemporized, it would have that song by ZZ Top uh, playing in the background. The the dun 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 dun. Sister Tabitha, go cut the brake line. <laughs> you got it, Sister Abigail or something. So anyway, the nuns uh, basically they go to Adolf Hitler's uh, his car. Uh, I don't know what he drives. Uh, for the sake of the story, I'll say it's a it's a Dragula, like Rob Zombie. I was I was gonna say it's definitely a Volkswagen, but continue. So it's a Dragula, and he's cut the brakes. Uh, they've cut the brakes on it, and uh, uh, the Nazi that was in charge of looking after Hitler's car, he gets in, he drives it off the edge of a cliff, and uh, they're like, "Whew, got, glad we solved that." Uh, and then. Uh, Julie Taymor and uh, the band and uh, new husband. They, uh, I feel like there's a hot air balloon in this movie. I could be wrong. I think like, I just feel like the last image is them getting in a hot air balloon and like floating off. Like the car in, in the, at the end of Greece flies away, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where they got it from. Is this right. My question to you is, why does this movie keep getting shown at Easter? Well, it's uh, it's about coming together, really, um, and I think there's an Easter egg hunt that uh, is where the uh, the Nazis are introduced. Uh, one of the kids, he's like at the church uh, picnic where all the eggs are, and he's like, "I found one! I found one!" And then he like reaches for the egg, and then like as he's reaching, you just see a gun come into frame, <laughs> and uh, they're like, "Oh no!" But then Julie Taymor is like, "Hey." Get out of here. You're not invited. He's like, who's going to stop me? Then all the kids are like, we will, with their Easter eggs. And they just start pelting him with the Easter eggs. And he runs off. And he's like, you in this round. Um, so that's how they stop. They won the battle, but not the war. The world's war. Right. And then eventually they do win the war. 
Oh yeah, but no spoilers. That was uh, that's the half a star pitch on uh, sound of music. You know what time it is? Yeah, it's time for some uh, audience questions or people yeah. uh, commented on one of our Facebook posts with some questions. We got a couple of them to discuss. Question time. Yeah. Sound effects. One of the uh, one of the questions has to do with the picture it was attached to, though. I don't know if you can see that there. That's the picture that we're talking about. Okay. Oh God, there we go. Get rid of that. <laughs> there. So the first question comes from uh, our good friend Rob McDonald, mm -hmm. who's wondering. Uh, again, if you look at the picture here, uh, he doesn't think Justin that the hand that. Uh, is coming down from the bottom uh, right of the photograph is actually yours, and he wants to know what the conspiracy is there. Uh, it's actually uh, it, it's actually your cousin uh, Ben. It's your cousin Mitch who uh, photobombed at the last second. And uh, do you remember why he was pointing at you? Uh, because he was quite jealous of all the attention you've been giving me. Uh, it was his birthday party, Mitch, and he was very mad. And he uh, tried to ruin and saboteur the photo, but uh, what can you yeah, do? Yeah, I believe he was trying to pick your nose to kind of put one over on you, but they took Mitch the is only quickly. Mitch is only, uh, he's only an arm, actually. He has no body. He's just an arm. Uh, and he was working his way up, kind of like, um, uh, what's his name, uh, The Thing? Cousin It. No, the Thing, Thing. thing. Cousin, yeah. it's the one with the hair. Yeah, thing is just a hand. He's trying to climb up me. So uh, good eye, good eye, Rob. Uh, I'm really happy. For that. Oh, yeah. I'm really glad someone was able to detect it because, uh, uh, yeah, I had my hands in my pockets that whole that whole day. <laughs> that whole was a bet day. that we had about how long you could keep your hands in your pockets. And really, the only prize was it was just a personal challenge, you know. Yeah, it's just bragging rights. I. It's about the discipline. Can I do it? Can I actually do it? Thanks for that question, Rob. That was great. What we got next? Second and final question of the episode comes from a friend of mine from high school. Uh, Sequoia McKinnon wants to know if we can talk about hooves. Can as we? In, as in, why isn't it uh, pronounced hoofs like goofs? Or why, why, why uh, is it, does it sound different? Uh, are they feet? Do they are animals walking around on their feet, or do they are they just large toenails? Uh, and if we and we, she also wants to know if we find them gross or interesting. I understand. Uh, before we answer that, I'd like to acknowledge that finally someone's asking the hard hitting questions. Thank you for quite the, so. Uh, it's definitely a half a star quality question. Uh, so hooves or hooves? Uh, the debate continues. To my knowledge, the only difference between horses and people are the hooves. So if they didn't have them, I'd be like, who, what, who, huh, yada, yada, what? Uh, and that's why you're a firm believer in centaurs, right? Indeed. Uh, centaurs, uh, I do wish, however, centaurs were horse tops, people bottoms. Mm. Other species, I wish, were a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> mermaids, uh, some say fish bottom person top. Some say fish top, person bottom. I think it should be a vertical split. Person left, fish right. Right. Interesting. That way nobody can be comfortable. So if, uh, 
if centaurs are horse tops and human bottoms, are you seeing... Um, kind of like Bojack Horseman, I guess. Yeah, no, but I was going to say, are you seeing, like, the horse having two legs with hooves instead of, like, he... I'm saying it would be an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just uh, curious. And then, so, like, would they only have two legs, or would it go down into, like, a human crawling on all fours with, like, hands in the front, feet in the back? I think, basically, we get a pair of human legs standing upright, horse from the mid-torso up, the human legs trying to support this great gangly beast. Uh, and the only words the horse can speak are, please kill me, I should not exist. Uh, how did and that I- is five seasons of Bojack Horseman. Well, thank you so much, Sequoia, for the question. Um, it was great. Hopefully that was illuminating to you. I don't know if we answered any of the questions you had. What's her uh, name? Sequoia. Hmm. Like the tree. This uh, brings us to the last segment of the show. Had a great time. Yeah. Uh, so there's this um, personality quiz that's been going around the internet. Uh, it's actually like an academic uh, test that they have kind of come across. And basically they give you two adjectives and you have to slide the slider to either side to a percentage of like, oh, I'm 75% timid versus 25% brave kind of thing. Um, Let me see if I can just find my results here. And so basically what they do is they match you up to a fictional character uh, based on how other people who have taken the test have uh, scored those fictional characters. Why don't we start with who our number ones are and who we think would, uh, would win in a fight? Okay. Uh, so who did you have first? So based on my character personality test, the results came back that uh, I am uh, from the Hunger Games, one Effie Trinket. <laughs> That's Elizabeth Banks, right? Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm known for my flamboyant uh, tendencies, my love of contest. Uh, and hey, you got to put on a show, making a show. <laughs> so as absurd as it is, I kind of get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, I got Stuart Bloom from the Big Bang Theory, who owns the comic book store in the Big Bang Theory. Hmm. Okay. He cannot talk to women. He is very socially awkward and shy and uh, kind of a beta male. And uh, that's an 89% match for me. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, oh, I would win. Like, no, I, I hard, easy, 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 easily. Not, not even a question. Like, I would pick you up by your hands and your feet with your dead body, swing you into the nearest ditch, and comically wipe my hands and walk away. So that's going to make me take a hard look in the mirror. Uh, but honestly, um, it's at, uh, the website for it is openpsychometrics.org. I don't know what the exact URL is, but that should be the main domain of it if you want to check it out yourself. That's openpsychometrics.org? Yes. HTTP 
Semi colon, colon double backslash double, double backslash. Well, Justin, half, um, half a star. Half a star for this Thursday evening at eight p.m. We'll see you again on Instagram Live on Sunday. Sunday. At Sunday. Two. At two. Sunday. Until then. Two. It's been a slice. <laughs>